This is Hope Alive Radio, shaping minds for a better future. Shaping minds for a better future. It's a Monday, and at every day on a Monday at 13.15, we are in conversation with Ntogozo Tlatuayo. Good afternoon, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks so much, Nizi. How are you? I'm fabulous. I'm fabulous. And how was your weekend? I had a good weekend. I had some time to rest, but also some time to work. Yeah. Maybe I didn't overrest this time. (laughs) (laughs) So before we dive into our conversation, today we are talking how to build a true network. Um, Before we dive into our conversation about that, um, can I throw you into the deep end a bit? We're asking the listeners this afternoon, what is the correct format for sourcing and spicing the chips? What do you start with? <laughs> sourcing and spicing what? Uh, slap chips. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know they were formats. <laughs> so, I, for me, we, we came away. When I start with the spices and then the tomato sauce. Obviously, I'm like, actually, now that I think about it, you start with the spice and then you come with the sauce. You can't start with the sauce. And then come with the spice after. That's so weird. No, no, definitely start with the spice. No, but would I try? No, you just threw. I no. <laughs> You're always on my side today. You've taken the wrong side. <laughs> so for me, I start with whatever is closest. If there's the the vinegar is right there, I start with the vinegar and dive into it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> your, your your spice is like it's un- doesn't it get on top of the sauce, and it's now like weird. I have never thought of that. I actually just dive in and eat afterwards, so I wouldn't notice all that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mr. Klatoya, today we are talking how to build a true network. Uh, first of all, let's maybe uh, find and define what is a true network. All right. So, yeah, I mean, this is a, you know, like a topic that we started speaking about last week. <laughs> and I always like to say, you know, the the most important thing for people to understand when they want to do business networking, right, <laughs> is actually understanding what business networking is. Because a lot of people out there, they think they're networking or, you know, they're building a business network, whereas that's not what they're doing. <laughs> and the reason is because they don't understand what, you know, uh, networking really is. So, you know, first I think let's look at what it's not. <laughs> and then we're going to look at what it is. You know, I think firstly... Um, what it's not is, you know, it's not. It's more than just attending business networking events, right? I used to attend a lot of business networking events, and I thought, yeah, no, I'm doing I'm networking. networking. Yeah. No, <laughs> that is not what it is. That's just attending an event, right? <laughs> so it's more also than just collecting business cards, because sometimes you collect business cards or you collect a whole lot of numbers. I remember this other time, um, a friend of mine sent me a list, and this list had, you know, the numbers of influential people, you know, Mm. You know, you're the CEO of this company, the CEO of that company, and I'm thinking, yeah, my network is getting strong. Mm. No, again, you know, that's not what a network is. You know, you can have numbers, but it doesn't mean you've got a network. You can attend networking events, mm-hmm. it does not mean you have a network. So the true definition of business networking is the formation of mutually beneficial relationships with people who can add value to your business or to your career. Mm. So the most important thing there is it's the formation of relationships, Right. So having business cards does not mean you've got a network because you've got no relationship with those people. Mm. Me having that list of influential people meant, meant nothing because what was I going to do? Call, call them. And I did try to call, call them, and none of them took my calls. Why? <laughs> because they're not part of my network. There is no relationship that is formed with those people. Just so the business, business networking yeah. is actually the formation 
of business relationships or relationships with people who could be valuable to your business or to your career, right? Mm-hmm. And a relationship comes with, you know, engagement, with interaction, with you being, you know, both parties bring something to the table. You know, it's not just a one-way street. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that is really the true definition, you know, of a business network. Mm. Wow. And here we are thinking that collecting the more the business cards I have and uh, the better uh, connections I have, it means that I have got a network. <laughs> ah, no, that's, that's probably the biggest misconception because I remember a lot of people were like, nah, I tried networking, it doesn't work. Or this other lady said to me, nah, you know, networking for the money you put into it, you don't get anything out of it. And com- completely wrong. That is just proof that you're doing it wrong because mm-hmm. anyone who is doing business networking right you will know that the amount of money or time or effort that you put into it is nothing compared to the benefits that you get out of it right mm-hmm. if you're doing it right the benefits will far outweigh whatever amount you pay to go to an event mm-hmm. because you know and understand that you're building relationships and relationships are what you need in this world you know we spoke last mm-hmm. week that every business needs people and the way to get to people is through people so the more meaningful relationships you build, the mm-hmm. better because those people end up connecting you to their own networks. And that's how you keep on growing. And that's how you can get connected to anyone that you, you, you would want to get connected to as long as you're applying this proper definition of networking and you pro- you know, you're following the proper steps. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the uh, frequent communication and engagement. Uh, what should be, what, how, what's the right way of doing that communication is it just popping in sending an email say hello just checking on you what should be the content of the communication that i i I engage uh this contact with or in my network how do i communicate what what would i say uh in terms of communication and engagement all right no yeah that's a great question so firstly let's say you met this person at a business networking event right and you Mm -hmm. took their business cards and you've identified them through your planning last week spoke about planning through your planning you've identified this person as a valuable or potentially valuable business contact Mm -hmm. but the next step you do right from the get-go right don't think that person's going to remember you because they're not going to right so the first thing you're going to do is you email them that same day or maybe the next day and you say hi this is me we met um earlier on today um i was really you know enlightened by our engagement Mm-hmm. and I would love to hear more about what you do because I believe that I might be interested in what you're selling or you say I might know people who are interested in what you're selling or you say, you know, um, I'd like to hear more about it. You know, you show interest in them mm-hmm. just like that. You know, they will make sure that they remember you because you show interest in them. One of the worst things you can do is send them an email that says, hey, we met earlier today, by the way, I'm, you know, I'm giving a special two-for-one <laughs> if you buy it now. Uh, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. People hate being sold to. Every day they're being sold to. You're not forming a network so that you can sell to the person. You're building a network so that that value, that personal value can be part of your inner circle and can then in turn give you access to you know, other people. So what you want to do is that you want to send them that email and show interest in them. And then after that, you want to set up a meeting, whether it's a virtual meeting, whether it's a physical meeting, you know, let you know. Most of the time, people are going to be willing to meet with you, right? And again, even in that meeting, you don't want to sell to them. You want to listen to them. You want to also maybe for your speaking, you you know, speak about what's valuable about you, what's valuable about what you're creating. Mm-hmm. Um, see if that that relationship connects. You know, 
um, you know, you, you, you're building something new. And then after that, you know, every now and then, you send, if they give you their number, you send them text messages. Um, mm. Hi, um, just checking in. I trust you're good. How is business going? You know, or you send them an email to say, hi, I've actually looked into what you spoke about last time. Thank you for recommending that book. I'm really enlightened. And then maybe after a month later, even if you, there's nothing you, you, you feel like you can get from them immediately, even after a month later, make sure you go back. I do this. You know, I've got my days where I set them up when I go back to people who necessarily haven't given me anything of value in years, but I make sure to maintain that contact because one day when I need them, I don't want to, you know, be like, oh, I know we haven't spoken in three years, but I need ABC. No, mm. you have to make sure that your network, you know, you, you, you keep on watering. These are plants. Yeah. Water those relationships, maintain those relationships, even if it's just a greeting and how are you or compliments to the new year, or I trust you so well. Make sure you, how to, you keep on watering those relationships because sooner or later, there is going to come a time where they need, you need them or they'll remember you, you know, because you're keeping in contact, when an opportunity comes, they'll remember you. Oh, by the way, I remember you said you're in such and such a business. Yes. I've got this such and such an opportunity. But if you don't follow up, they'll forget you. You know, people are living their lives. You're not that memorable. So you have to make sure that you keep on connecting with them regularly. Mm. Wow. Thank you so much. You have to keep on watering. So in other words, I should, uh, before we move on, uh, I should, as an entrepreneur, create a diary into my system whereby I know this is follow-up day. My Fridays are follow-up days where I follow up or my fortnight uh, are follow-up days. What would you say is the best timeline to create that diarized uh, follow-up system? I love that. I love that idea. I think that's, that's so proper to have a diarized system. Mm-hmm. And in terms of how frequent, I mean, it all depends on, you know, your level of engagement with the person. You know, at the end of the day, you don't want to end up being an irritation, mm-hmm. right? Um, and there's a fine line. You don't want to end up being an irritation, but also you want to be persistent, right? Mm-hmm. I'll make an example. There was one person I met at the Houghton Premier Awards. Um, we had a great engagement. I took their number, you know, and it's, after I sort of do my follow-up procedures, I would text them once a week. Mm-hmm. And then after some time, when they were not answering, it stopping once a week, and it started becoming once a week, two weeks, and it started becoming once a month. And I think it took me like three months before this person, you know, in, uh, engaged with me back. But because I realized that they were personal value, I kept on sending, and I kept on sending, and I kept on sending. And mm-hmm. immediately when this person came back to me, they came back to me and said, Hey, sorry, I've been, I've not been responding to you. By the way, I've got this opportunity, and you know, one of the biggest opportunities that I had in 2020 came from him, mm-hmm. right? But imagine if I had given up after the first time they didn't respond. No, you want to be persistent, but at the same time, you don't want to be an irritation, you know. So don't, don't be rude. Don't come back to to them and say, ah, why aren't you reading my messages or why aren't you responding to me? No, mm-hmm. every time, be polite. Every every time, even if you are hurting inside because they're ignoring you or they are blue ticking you. Mm. You just keep it. Don't take it personally. This is business. Just make sure you don't take it personally. Mm. People are busy. People are doing what they're doing, right? And if this is a person you've identified as a personal value, you want to keep on. So I would say your frequency will depend on your level of engagement with the person. If you you regularly engage with them, then once a week, directly. If not, then you can do once a month. Right. If okay. it's a contract from two years ago, maybe you can do once every two months. Mm-hmm. But just to remind them that you are there. Right? And sometimes you're not just greeting. You ask a question. You ask for advice. You mm-hmm. ask for suggestion. Just make sure you get them to a point where they start engaging back with you. Just mm-hmm. to remind them that you are there and that you 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 know you're in their life. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I would say to that. Mm. Mm. 
That's beautiful. Thank you so much there. And then uh, can you kindly um, plug us into the power of business network? So because anything that we apply to our business life has got to have an impact or power that comes with it. So what is the power behind uh, business networking? Yeah, no, and I love I love this question because I'm going to keep on emphasizing the power of business networking as long as you know I'm 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 given a platform to speak because this is something that people need to understand and I need to drill it into people over and over again, especially um, you know because it's it's the secret to the success of mo- of almost all successful people you find it in networking, right? For example, you look at your um, What's his name now? I'm forgetting his name. The founder of, of Facebook. Wow, that means he's no longer as famous as he used to be. Um, yeah. But um, he, you, you might think of it and say, wow, of course he got super rich. Um, Facebook was a brilliant idea. Yeah. But if you look at it and you trace it back, you know, because of Sean Parker, and Sean, when Sean Parker came into his life, Sean Parker had contacts because of, you know, he had created Napster. He had contacts in Silicon Valley. And through the contacts in Silicon Valley, mm-hmm. Mark Zuckerberg was able to now put the idea before some funders. And they would not have taken his meeting if he just knocked on their door. But mm-hmm. through Sean Parker, they were able to take his meeting. And then when they saw Facebook, then they were able to invest in Facebook, right? So all of that came through networking. It's not just because your idea is great, it's just going to make it. No, you still need a network, no matter how great your idea is. Somebody mm-hmm. is going to connect you to the right people. Somebody is going to put your idea before the right people. Somebody who is going to vouch for you. Somebody is going to vouch for your, your excellence or your, 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 your intelligence or the validity of your idea, right? But you don't get those people until you form a network, right? Yeah. And some people are fortunate because they're from wealthy or affluent families. They're already, you know, born into a network. You know, they'll tell you, they'll tell their people, my son is good at ABCD, or I need you to give my son, you know, at this job interview, or I need you to give my son, um, you know, this, you know, this funding. That's still networking, you know, you're born into it. But mm. most of us are not born into it. So we need to start from scratch creating networks so that our children, when we, when, you know, when we are now you know, in a place of success, our children can have it easy because just because you're my child, you're definitely going to have a meeting with Mark Zuckerberg because I play golf with you, you know. Mm. So that's mm. the power of networking. People will connect you to the right people and will make sure that your idea is, is, is better than ever, you know, or rather is, is present, is get the, 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 better, the, the greatest opportunity. Mm-hmm. So please don't be fooled and think the people that you're seeing saying, I had a half start, I had to hustle. No. Those people had networks and those networks connected them to the right places. Nine out of ten people who succeeded, they succeeded because of networks. Mm-hmm. So this is the power of business networking. This is why I love the quote from Prada Gale. She's got a book and her book is called Your Network is Your Net Worth. I feel like this is so powerful. Your network is your net worth, meaning your network determines how much of you know how, how rich you can get. Mm-hmm. is determined by your network. That's basically what that book is teaching. So you need to invest so much in building the right networks because they are going to get you to the next level. They're going to get you that, that job, right? Mm-hmm. I always say that whenever I'm looking for a job, I'll never apply for a job like other people do. I've built a good network. I will contact my network partners and I will get a job within a week if I need it because wow. I've built that network. And that's how, that's the best way to do it. That's how the richest people do it. That's mm-hmm. why Robert Kiyosaki said the richest people in the world build networks. That's what they spend their time doing. Mm-hmm. But this is a power network. Whether you're looking for a job, funding, investors, um, customers, one of the best ways to get there is through building this network. Mm. Wow. 
Wow, that's really brilliant. This is mind-boggling. <laughs> so after that breakdown, what is then the first step of building a network? All right, so now that you understand, you know, the power of networking, and I hope the more I'm talking, people are actually starting to understand the power of this thing. And I mean, I've got an example, you know, the, the, the current, you know, or the recent employment that, 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 that I was given, it was through my network. Literally, mm-hmm. you ask yourself, okay, how did I get such a, a job that is, you know, is, 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 is usually people are going to have to apply. Usually people need this many years experience. I got this job by going to a person. I was at, a, again, the Housing Premier Award. This is a different person now. Walking up to someone, introducing myself, um, giving them a business card, taking their business card, calling them, going to, uh, setting up a meeting, showing them what I had. They loved my value proposition and they've not forgotten me in three years. Two, two months later, when that person needed someone to help them, this person was um, doing a presentation on live television um, when, when it came to COVID, like they were asking him, we know what can entrepreneurs do? And he needed someone to actually do some research for him. He came to me, right? And then two years later, he still remembers. Oh, by the way, I remember you, you're a person of quality when it comes to ADCB. I've got this job. Can you please fill in for such and such a period of time? Just like that, right? So that's, again, the power. So I'm, I'm not telling people something that is a theory. <laughs> this is something that is very practical. You know, even the first time my company got funded, these are the same steps that I took. So these steps actually work if you follow them, right? So the First, you know, obviously, the first step is identifying what your business is, what your business needs, right? Mm. You write this down. Then you write down the kinds of people that you need to connect with in order for you to reach your short-term goals. Yeah. So whether it's, you know, funders, investors, partners, you write it down, right? What sort of people do you need to connect with? You know, CEOs, MDs, marketing people. Maybe mm-hmm. you need to, you know, you, you, you've got a content idea and you need to meet with the media people. Write those people down. And then from there, you go attend events where you'll find where these people are, right? Mm-hmm. Either you attend events or maybe you find them online and you email them and you try and email them directly, which could work, but it's always better when, you know, there's a personal touch. Mm-hmm. Last year, I went to an event... Um, the Black Business Council event, you meet great people there, right? You go there, you meet these people, you know, you, you, you apply the things that I was talking about last week, and then after you, 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 you identify the sort of people that you need, and you speak maybe with three, two or three of them, um, you know, the next step is for, I mean, I've spoken about this earlier today, you get their number or you get their email, mm-hmm. you send them an email, these are called follow-up procedures. You send them that email, you set up a meeting. After you set up a meeting, you engage with them, you showcase your value. Do not sell to them. Showcase mm-hmm. your value. Let them understand and see what you're good at, what you bring to the table. Ask if, if it's maybe somebody who is you know, successful, ask them to be your mentor or ask them to give you guidance, ask them to give you advice. You know, ask them, whatever it is, form a real relationship with this person. And relationships can take the form of many faces. You know, um, either it can be your mentor or your, your advisor or your, you know, whatever it is. But make sure that when you're engaging with that person, you're starting or, or you're forming some sort of relationship with them. Mm-hmm. And then from there, as I said again earlier, you start engaging with them every now and then. Yeah. That, those are the first steps of building a network. And then after you've done that, and you form that relationship, that person is now part of your network, mm. right? And then the more you impress them, guess what they'll do? They'll give you three or four numbers of people in their network. Mm-hmm. Now you've got four people who are of a high quality. These are CEOs. These are MDs. Where are you going to meet them before? And then you do the exact same thing with them. And then mm. what are they going to do? They're each going to give you maybe three or four contacts. 
And just like that, you've got 50 people who are part of the, you know, the top richest people in the country, and they are part of your network, and you didn't know them before. And before long, those people are going to give you access to opportunities. So this is how it goes, and these are the steps you take. And if you take them, you definitely start seeing results. Wow. And we have a text coming through from one of our listeners and she says, always so insightful, love the clarity on networking. Sometimes inter- entrepreneurs will kill ourselves because we don't understand the value of having the right network. Mm. Wow, and that's a comment from one of our listeners there for you, Ndogo Zoshachua, they're so um, insightful. So after we've done all that process, now how, how, how do I... How do I structure this? Attracting the right people for a network. How do I find the right people? And how do I attract the right people for my network? Is it because of the right events that I, I go to? Or how do I stru- start about creating the right aura that attracts the right networking around me? Oh, I, love, I love that question. And I love the way you phrase it, you know, um, the right aura, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to, maybe you can start it like this. Again, I'm going to go back to the, per- the person that I met at the Gautian Premier Awards. Yes. Um, you know, I went there, and what I was asking him for, my answer was a, his answer was a no. <laughs> wow. Like, he didn't give me what I was asking for, but I understood that I'm not there just for that. I'm there to also potentially build a relationship with this person because I know even though he might not be giving me what I want or what I need at that moment, but because of who he is, I can gain access to so much. You can't lose with a person of influence or personal value, right? Even if they don't give you what you want, there's something else that they can give you access to. So in terms of having the right aura, that's so powerful because that's what you need. The reason why you were still impressed by me was because of the, how I, you know, I was well presented. The work that I showed him was quality work. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the way that I engaged with him was very well. The, my, my email structure, everything to make sure that you work on yourself. That's why, Last month, we were talking about the importance of planning, right, and preparing yourself and researching and making sure that you yourself are a person of value and a person of quality. Yeah. You have to always be a person that people don't mind being associated with. Even yeah. if they don't give you what you want, they just like the fact that you're around because even if you don't know as much as they do, you're willing to learn, right? And that's one, of, one other secret I'm going to give everyone. Yeah. Any, everyone who's successful out there wants to teach or they want to feel like they taught. Right. Mm. So one of the best ways to get somebody's attention is by asking them advice. Right. Ah. And you know, ask them advice, ask them advice. They're gonna to wanna to give you advice. They're gonna mm. to wanna to give you advice. And then you're like, thank you. next time you engage with them, you come back and say, you know, thank you for that advice. I actually applied it here, here, and here, and here are my results. Thank you so much. So what do you think I should do going forward? What you're doing is forming a relationship. This person is actually getting to see that nah, this young person is or this person is someone that I can, I can actually teach, someone I can actually um, refer my people to, someone that I can actually, you know, introduce to some of my other friends. Mm. So first, make sure that you work on yourself. Become a person of quality. Whatever you're presenting in front of someone, make it a work of art. You know, make it a quality work. Even if it's missing something, mm-hmm. they'll see that, you know, you put in that effort. And in terms of the right kinds of people, I always like to say, you know, there's basically... Um, four big categories of the right people to attract to your business, right? Mm-hmm. And the first one is potential customers, right? Okay. Potential so customers. you want to build a community around your product or your service. Mm-hmm. If you look at stats, that will tell you the most successful companies right now are those that have built a community. That's why a company is spending a lot of money with influencers. 
because they're going to people who already have communities and they're paying them so that they, that community can be built around, you know, can, can engage with the product, right? So you want to build a community of potential customers by building a network of people. So those people are not just buying from you. They're not just customers, but they feel like they're part of your journey, right? Mm. I like what my first guest, Macmillan Masoga, he does cleaning services, one of the high, you know, fossil growing cleaning services company in the country. What he does, he creates a community of people, right? He engages with people on social media, you know, people who have used his services. Every now and then he engages with them. What is he doing? He's building a community. Now it's no longer, I bought from this person, I've forgotten. No, I'm part of your community, <laughs> so I'm going to come back and buy from them again. Yes. Or I'm going to refer other people to buy from them because now I'm part of this community. So that's the first thing you need to learn to do. Don't just sell. Build a community around your product and you'll thank me later. Mm. Secondly, is partners you you know the second kind of people are partners in business you can't, you're not an island right you're going to need partnerships to grow yes. there's some products that are interlinked right so for example i know certain cultures who are very good at networking that i shall not name uh you know they do this very well you know when you come to them and you need a certain product and they sell it to you they're going to be like um by the way um uh, maybe let me make an example um let's say you're going to someone and yeah, maybe they're giving you accounting services. Yes. He'll give you the accounting services, but he'll also say, by the way, if you also need marketing, I know someone, mm. you know, because these products are interlinked. And the other side, whenever people come to them to look for marketing, after they've given marketing services, they say, by the way, if you need accounting services, I know someone. So those are partnership networks where we know that, I know that I'm going to refer business to this next person and they're going to do the same with me. So those are partnerships you know, network. So third one is investors, right? Yes. You want to cultivate people with influential people. I mean, sorry, you want to cultivate relationships with influential people so that they can connect you to people with money. And mm -hmm. again, I've learned this. Don't go to someone and ask them for money directly. People don't like being asked for money. <laughs> but you go to them yes. and then you're like, okay, here's my product. Here's what I'm doing. If you love it, can you please guide me directly uh... in terms of who you know who can actually invest in my business? Yes. Nine times out of ten, you'll find that they'll be like, if they really love your idea, they'll be like, okay, I know people who can invest, but actually I'll be the first one. Mm. Right? Because you didn't ask them directly, you were actually willing to build a relationship with them. They mm. can do one of two things. two things. They can invest directly or they can now start saying, oh, yeah, I know a few programs from these three guys and, you know, I'll put you in these programs and you'll probably find your funding there. Mm -hmm. So those the investors you know, are the third kind of, you know, relationship, sort of network relationship that you want to build up. And of course, lastly, um, the, the, the last group of people you're going to need is employees, right? Mm -hmm. You know, the best talent is not easy to come by, right? So you want to also cultivate relationships with people who are, you know, they can connect you to the right sort of people who can come into your, you know, your, your business. I like what one person said to me. They're like, I never, you know, um, send out like a, a notice in my company when I need people because I know people lie in their CVs and people are not honest. Just, I work with trust. So I always go to my networks. And I ask them if they can, you know, recommend someone who can work in my company in such and such a position. Mm -hmm. And you'll find that there's a lot of successful business people who do this because they understand that when you build a network, your network can actually connect you to the ideal people at the right time. And because they're part of your network, you can trust them as opposed to trusting someone who's coming in and saying, I'll be the best I can be boss, right? Here, you can hold someone accountable because somebody was vouching for this. Yeah. So those are the four kinds of people that you want to build a network around. Potential customers, partners, investors, and employees. Mm. Wow.
Unfortunately, we are out of time, but thank you so much, sir. Uh, what is your word for the week for the entrepreneurs out there? Well, word for the week, as always, will be the fact that you are there to solve a problem, right? You are there to offer value to someone. Don't get to a, a, in a situation where you fall in love with your product so much that you lose sight of the fact that your purpose as an entrepreneur is to solve a, product, a problem or to offer value. If you have that in your mind all the time, it, it will be easy for you to you know, change your product or refine your product or refine your service based on what other people need because it is not about you. If you, if, if you started a business because it's about you, you're in the wrong profession, you're in the wrong industry. Ish. Entrepreneurship is all about other people. And if you can do, if you can serve other people well enough, then you, you'll start getting rich. Mm. So I'll always encourage people to do that on, in entrepreneurship. Always be aware of problems to solve and value to provide. Mm. Always be aware of problems to solve and value to provide. And how can people connect with you? All right, so... Again, sorry, sorry, sorry that the, the, the website is not up and running. But like I said, my emails are up and running. So you can email me on dolozo at dolozoh.co.za. And if you want to be part of the 365 Local campaign, you can email me at 365local at dolozoh.co.za. And lastly, I really like it when people connect with me via LinkedIn. So you can just search for dolozoh.co.za, founder of Filigree Innovations and you will find me there on LinkedIn. And just, yeah, drop me a message, tell me what you need, and I'll make sure I engage back with you. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ntokozo Tlatuayo. Um, thank you so much for doing this and for empowering our listeners. Like I said, one of the texts that came through during the conversation was always so insightful. Thank you so much, Putin Tokozo. God bless you. Oh, it's my pleasure, and God bless you. And of course, as always, I wish all the success to everyone who's listening. Thank you so much. And that is Ntokozo Hlatwayo, director of the company Filigree. Um, if you want to connect with Ntokozo, you can always send us a text on 067-153-1089. We will gladly facilitate you with all that information. You're listening to Hope Alive, your number one online Christian radio station. Oh, 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 oh,